Welcome, my friends, to another episode of the Miniature Track Podcast. I am very excited that you're here because I got a special treat for you today. I have on with me Ella Staniak, who is one of Australia's leading voices in inspiring the next generation of female leaders. After spending over a decade coaching female CEOs, entrepreneurs, millionaires, and athletes, Ella witnessed time and time again powerful women who struggle with reaching their next level of evolution, both professionally and personally. She now runs a program called Feminine Leaders, which was born out of her passion to empower women to champion their inner game, reclaim their feminine leadership qualities to accelerate their God-given right to achieve whatever they want to achieve. And now if you are not a woman, Stay with us because what we're going to talk about here applies to all genders. She, Ella works with women particularly, but the topic of commitment, which is what I'm going to focus on today, is so relevant. And I am so thrilled to bring this to you and have this conversation with Ella today and share this because it's something that I care deeply about in my life. It's something I'm constantly thinking about and I have to focus on and be disciplined with. But it's also something that's really, I see really, really important work uh, for my clients and the results that come out of thinking about and dealing with strong commitments and honoring them and having integrity are just uh, magical. I think they're life-changing. And so this work is so important. I love what you do, Ella. And so with that, welcome Ella to the podcast. Thank you so much, Ramona. I am so excited to be speaking with you today. Uh, first of all, I want to acknowledge you for creating this incredible platform. My excitement when I woke up this morning was up the roof. I thought, finally, I'm going to sit down with Ramona and talk about all those topics, which we both are so passionate about. Uh, today, we are focusing on commitment, one of my most favorite topics to discuss. I couldn't agree more. It is so important for us to have a very close, intimate, loving relationship with commitment. Yeah, so true. And by the way, speaking of waking up this morning, I also want to say that given the fact that I'm in the West Coast in the United States and Ella is in Australia, this for me is Friday afternoon and it's her Saturday morning. And so she is taking precious time from her family to be with us today and in a fun environment and setup. So we'll share some pictures about where you're at behind the scenes too. So this is really cool. Thanks so much for being here. And actually, I wanted to start off with talking a little bit more about what even brought you to this mission of helping female leaders, particularly uh, working in that, that inner game and dealing with what's coming up for them as they grow and evolve professionally and personally. Thank you so much. I'd love to share that. Uh, for the last 12 years, I've been living here in Australia and uh, the life was a complete turnaround and, and change when I came here to Australia 12 years ago. And this is when I had my first uh, coaching business. I really started my coaching journey in fitness industry. I've always worked with professional women, always worked with, with women who had those really high decision-making roles, first in fitness, then wellness coaching. And it was really a progressive journey to dive into high performance and leadership coaching. My 
secret obsession mm-hmm. when I came to Australia and began working in fitness industry very quickly began to be behavioral change. And so I studied anything that I could with regards to behavioral sciences, behavioral change, unconscious mind, even intuitive coaching, hypnotherapy, you name it. If there was something I could study, I would. If there was a course I could do, I did. (laughs) I was fascinated with answering one question. Why do some people and that's the minority of people, achieve extraordinary results in their personal lives, in their professional careers, and others don't. Mm -hmm. And then another question was, how could people achieve extreme success in one area of their life, but couldn't in others? Mm -hmm. And so uh, today I run a business called Feminine Leaders and we champion women in leadership to achieve stratospheric results in all areas of life. Mm-hmm. But my passion is really deeply seated in my childhood. I grew up in Poland and childhood was both challenging but also beautiful at the same time. My father had a severe uh, alcohol problem And I watched my mother to be that strong, feminine role model for myself, for my brother, for our family. She worked. She was very nurturing. She was very smiley, outgoing. On the outside, you really would never tell that there was something wrong, that there was a stress factor factor included. But on the inside, our family was broken. Unfortunately, I lost both of my parents before I even turned 15. Now, that allowed me, as much as this was extremely traumatic, but that allowed me experience life on my own terms. So really, when I came to Australia and launched a coaching business, naturally, I was drawn to um, helping women, having such strong role model in my childhood, Mm. because I wanted to... I wanted to support women first in their fitness journey, but really the mindset game was my, my game. I very quickly recognized that mindset drives it all. The psychology drives it all. And I wanted to support women in achieving uh, not just any results, achieving the results but are far away from mediocrity. I wanted to support women in having space of vulnerability, getting to know themselves, achieving the goals that they really, really want, not that the goals that they have to, so do, yeah. so they achieve. Another layer to it is that having lived in three different countries, Poland, Ireland, and now Australia, I experienced direct and indirect discrimination in the workplaces for mm-hmm. so different reasons for being a woman, for being a young woman, uh, for being um, a, a foreigner. There were just so, so many reasons, well, excuses, I think we could say, which unfortunately um, I endured the level of discrimination where mm-hmm. I, and I felt like an outsider. And that's what I based my 2020 TED talk on. Mm-hmm. But ultimately- so in the show notes, yes. Ultimately, all these experiences and having an ability to coexist with adversity, overcoming challenges and understanding that every single 
challenge I overcome, I can use as a helping tool for, for others. Mm. All of those components were just little did I know, but they were building puzzles, building blocks to launch feminine leaders and have that space for women for education and more importantly, transformation. That's beautiful. And thank you for sharing that story. Um, I think that when someone, when you can tell, like, and I knew the day that we met and spoke for the first time, how passionate you are and how much we have in common this, this geeking out over the psychology and the inner game and understanding behavioral change, change and how much there is to uncover and how powerful this is. And that passion that is so deeply rooted in, in all the work that you do. And I think, you know, for, for people in your sort of sphere of influence and in your universe, this is to me, this is so powerful when you work with someone, or even when you just absorb information from someone who, who inspires through that passion. And that's definitely coming across from you. Um, and, and part may be due to that story, that the hardships that you've gone through. Thanks for sharing that. My pleasure. I am hoping that this will inspire others to pursue their dreams and aspirations too. Yeah. And overcome and overcome challenges. Uh, as well. I think that so much is coming out of the, we'll talked about failure on this podcast many times before, because it's such a failure or not just failing, but also obstacles and challenges and how much we grow through these. Even if you just look at the last year or so and how much many of us have grown and have done things we never thought was possible or were possible because of the challenges we were facing and how we rose to that occasion or setting boundaries and putting better work-life boundaries in place because we realize what really matters to us through through this process. So I've heard you say something before that really struck with me. And that brings us to the topic of today's conversation. You said, leaders, listen up. Commit to yourself first before you commit to anything else. Can you tell us a little bit more what you mean by that? I would love to. That just (laughs) brought a lot of warm sensation to my heart. The reason why I said that is because, again, two reasons, something that I experienced myself, but also something that I have witnessed with clients over and over again, and also even uh, female friends. As As a society, I've noticed that we have tendency, and the women especially, to committing to, number one, everybody else first Mm -hmm. or the work commitments first Mm -hmm. and since when is anything else or anybody else of a higher importance than you are Mm -hmm. and it is an issue long term yeah this is based on the fact that um, a lot of women are naturally quite nurturing and giving and want to create businesses from from their heart and from their passion. Uh, Women who are loving want to provide that love for others. So we're talking here about intimate relationships, their family circles, their friendship circles. But it is an issue when everything else takes a priority and you are at the bottom of your list of things to take care of a list of people to take care of. Yeah, it, it, and actually I'm curious, what are some of the challenges that you notice or that you've seen yourself or with your clients that some of the listeners may be able to relate to? 
I would love to. First of all, even 12 years ago, when I had my first personal training business and then wellness coaching business, I've met extremely successful women. I'm talking about national leadership roles or even women who had international businesses, very successful, multimillionaires, and their commitment to their health was zero mm-hmm. or minimal. Now, we do have an audacity to think that we can sacrifice our health in order to succeed. Mm-hmm. Well, we cannot because without our health, we have nothing. And I have met those women who lived for decades in misery, trapped in the body that they didn't love, mm-hmm. trapped in an inner critic that was putting them down, that self-criticism, self-abuse, self-judgment is extreme with women. Mm-hmm. So if you do not prioritize yourself first and your own needs and your own well-being and what you want in your intimate relationships, in your professional relationships, ultimately you're self-sabotaging. You're putting yourself in a very dangerous position mm-hmm. because what is all that success or what, is, what are all the relationships and what are all the friendships and the network that you build if you do not have health or certainty or confidence or self-love to put yeah. yourself equally uh, with anything else and anybody else, equally with other other areas of your life. That's the first aspect, that, that well-being. That's a very dangerous zone to be at. Yeah. We take our health for granted. So for me, at a very young age, at the age of 21, that was really eye-opening. And, you know, it hit the soft spot because this is exactly the reality that my mother lived. Mm-hmm. Very bubbly, very outgoing, very, very successful in her career. Uh, she lived in stress-related obesity and developed heart problems due to stress of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And both of my parents passed away at such young age. My father at 44, my father at 53. Yeah. So I, I do not take this conversation lightly. I could not prioritize this more. Yeah. Commit to yourself first must be. Now, an- another reason for it is that I've worked with women, again, extremely successful women who uh, were incapable of developing um, love relationships or they had relationships which were really not serving them or the relationships which had no closeness in them, the relationships which they felt like a man and they truly wanted to feel like a woman in, that masculinity mm-hmm. in the relationships, again, it is truly based if you just dissected that aspect of feminine and masculine, it is based in the fact that when women are in doing mode Mm -hmm. and step in that masculine energy over and over again, day after day, week after week, month after month, that becomes the default. Mm -hmm. And that is not necessarily what is required in order to have loving, close, intimate or exciting relationship. So when we talk about this commit, committing to yourself first, right, and, and to filling out, filling up your own uh, tank or your and charging your own batteries and taking care of different aspects of your life, not just focusing on that career success and then uh, jeopardizing, compromising your personal health or even your mental and emotional well-being. This is. I, you know, I know this for myself, but also for many of my clients, this is sort of like, I understand intellectually that I should do this, but it's really hard to then actually set the boundaries and be disciplined with it. And 
put that into action in, in real life, because the moment I say, yes, I'm going to go to the gym, it also means I have to say no to something else that seems really important. And in the past, I would have prioritized all these things and then skipped my plans and canceled my plans to go to the gym, for example. So how do you help and how, what tips would you have for people listening and say, like, I get that intellectually, but how do I make this happen in reality? Fabulous. Uh, first of all, I would say this, and trust me, I understand. I'll, 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 in a moment, I'll, I'll give you my personal examples mm-hmm. uh, and some dangers of not actioning the commitment to yourself. Mm-hmm. If uh, any of your listeners right now are listening, and if you're listening, if, if, you, if you have problem with commitment or you think you are very committed and disciplined in your career, but not very committed to yourself, then start very small with small daily steps. Mm-hmm. For example, you could make a commitment that you're going to make your bed every morning, that you're going to gl- drink a glass of water every morning, that you're going to sit down for five minutes when you wake up without snoozing, pressing that snooze button five or six times. You're just going to sit down for five minutes, gather your thoughts and visualize your day. Start small and commit to this. Why? Because your subconscious mind is going to continue receiving information that you are a committed person. It's those commitments that we break to ourselves, which send the messaging again to subconscious mind that we aren't committed. And that becomes the new norm. So you need to create your new norm. You need to create uh, the, the personal discipline first before you create any other discipline in any, any other areas of your life. Yeah. When break commitments to ourselves deep down there what we do is we entertain our inner critic and we put ourselves down Mm -hmm. that really builds that internal dialogue and we cannot afford that and the reason why it's easier to be committed to work it is because everybody else is watching so we have greater motivation or greater responsibility handling especially when we manage organizations teams etc our employees Mm -hmm. when everybody else is watching we uh, have a greater motivation to come across as somebody yeah and i think the rewards are also bigger oftentimes in areas such as work Mm -hmm. right we have an immediate gratification and feel that we're doing well and that we're on top of things when we get to cross things off our to-do list but going to the gym i just come back and i feel tired (laughs) right So the benefits are not as immediate as crossing something off my to-do list or emptying my inbox or delivering something to to my boss who's then going to appreciate me being on time or delivering something early or or creating a, a fabulous work product. Going to the gym doesn't give me that immediate reward. That's right. And this is exactly what is, it is very hard for busy people who are doers to understand. I mean, trust me, now nine out of 10 women who I work with, first of all, feel like they are being out of alignment. They do not exactly know what this is, but they, they just feel it. Yeah. And nine out of 10 women who I work with feel a sense of lack of connection. And they say, I just feel disconnected. I don't know what it is. Yeah. My next question would be, well, what do you do for yourself every day? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the answer is nothing. Nothing. Or very little. Yeah. 
or I just spend an hour with my kids at, at the night at night time or over dinner time. Yeah. So we're talking here about the very basic things, but there are very powerful things. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes in my feminine leaders, one-on-one partnerships or in my group coaching programs, commitment is one of the first modules that we work through because what we need to do here is completely transform the relationship that we have with the commitment to our word. So mm-hmm. when I say something, I action that. When I say something, it is gold and I must execute on that. Mm-hmm. We start with little things, but those little things really transition themselves onto big things like setting boundaries. Yeah. And that's very powerful because when we don't want to have boundaries, we allow allow anything and anything into our experience. And I certainly know the pain of it. So so yeah. Toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. I have been uh, creating in the past. I created such toxicity in my health. I had uh, something as a child uh, that I was diagnosed uh, as, as a psychosomatic disorder. I believe we all are psychosomatic, meaning that our body is giving us signals when something isn't right on the level of our mindset, our psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, at some point when I was extremely overworked, I'm talking about those times in the past when I worked 16 hour days and I thought that was okay and normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, those times when um I self-indulged in alcohol party and lack of sleep yeah. over and over again. Uh, so I certainly learned the lessons the hard way. Uh, I feel very equipped to talk about the danger of it now. Uh, yeah. Two panic attacks within a peri- period of 12 months. These were all little nudges, little taps on the head. Yeah. And I sometimes I did not see them early enough. And then the, then we have consequences. Then I had consequences to resolve. So th- this is really important. Commitment that we have to our career needs to be as equal as the commitment that we have to ourselves. Yeah. And you said there's something that I want to emphasize here because it is that relationship with yourself, right? First, and with that word that you give yourself. And the moment that we make a commitment and I'm using this again, such as I'm going to go on a walk during lunch, for example, and then someone slacks me or sends me messages, or I realize something else is taking longer than I thought, or a fire's burning at work. And I choose to not go on that walk in the moment when I think, Oh, it's no big deal. It was just me going on that walk. I diminish that relationship within myself and, and I'm sending, you said that, like, right? I'm sending this message to my subconscious saying, your word is not, not that important. Just like a friend who says, I'm going to show up this afternoon. I'm going to come, you know, to your house. And then they never show up. You start sort of doubting when they say next time around that they're going to show up. You're like, yeah, maybe, maybe you won't. <laughs> we'll see. And we're doing this the same way with our own words. Every time we don't do what we set out to do, we diminish that relationship. And I'm not, not being delusional here. I know that sometimes we have to attend to urgent matters that we couldn't foresee. And then we have to alter these commitments. Um, but I think that I think that me too, until I learned this concept a few years ago, I did not understand that. And I went through life not realizing the message I sent to my subconscious and then how that impacted my lack of setting boundaries at work, similar to your story. Uh, Totally. I mean, uh, you know, majority of uh, women, and this is, again, 
this is my personal research through my business. Majority of women carry that internal dialogue of I am not good enough. Uh, and that's what, I mean, fortunately and unfortunately at the same time, uh, that was my internal dialogue um, uh, created in childhood. It's either I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm insignificant or I'm not lovable. And we are not often aware of that internal dialogue, but watch for your actions and watch the results and watch, watch for the relationship you have with your commitment. It's very telling. And I'll tell you why this is really important for uh, people, not just women, for people in leadership. Mm -hmm. Other people can sense and they can see your level of commitment to yourself mm -hmm. because leadership is not a, a concept. It is not a status. Leadership is not uh, something that you can fake or create or uh, it is not something that you can uh, imagine leadership is a sense of being a sense of owning your presence a sense of showing up leadership is all about doing so others can follow mm -hmm. through or others can gather around just that and replicate that people are watching so if you are in a leadership role right now hear me out people watch what you do and who you are not as much what you say yeah absolutely that commitment to yourself shines through it's going to show up as your certainty as your confidence as your decision making as your ability to own the presence simply when you step in a room where you are when you be when you don't even say anything Mm -hmm. shines through yeah absolutely. even if came an absolute master i'm sorry ramana in uh, in faking that because maybe you're not allowing yourself uh, time and space to get to know yourself to be vulnerable to love yourself to be who you want to be we all have our own insecurities and fears but even if you've managed to create a sense of leadership but it is not truly who you are who you allow yourself to be, there will be a, a limit to it. Because when things come to a high pressure, high stress, and as you said, last year was very exposing to a lot of businesses, to a lot of people of leadership, we had to become literally in brackets naked. And we just had to work on our toes. We were faced with a situation that our generation have not heard about. Mm -hmm. That challenged a lot of uh, all leadership across the globe so I'm yeah. talking about situations when there is high pressure when people are faced with high pressure you watch how the leadership changes and where it goes and where it ends yeah yeah and that often reveals that relationship that they have with themselves totally. you you said there's something and I want to quickly um jump back to that you said there are these little signs that people notice, right? When, we, when they're watching. So what are some of the, if you say we would call them warning signs that we may pick up on other people, certain behaviors or actions or lack of actions that they do. So I want listeners or people who watch us quickly have this moment. If you can share some of these examples so that they can see oh, this is something that I do, or, oh, I never thought about the implication of that. What are some of the warning signs that you have um, found and see and identified by working with your clients on this? 
Uh, fabulous. Well, the first thing I, uh, I, I would say, the, the easiest thing to notice are those things that, again, become our new norm, our new normal. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about basic uh, physical health aspects. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Problems with sleeping. Mm-hmm. Problems with concentration. Mm-hmm. Like brain fog. Mm-hmm. Brain fog. Um, inability to uh, sustain optimal energy levels, optimal performance throughout the day, throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So going through often highs and lows mm-hmm. of performance. Uh, we want to aim here for the, for the optimal, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to watch for the signs like um, uh, body weight issues or illness. Mm-hmm. headaches migraines even subtle signs like that uh, if you're not satisfied with it mm-hmm. it probably needs to be transformed now another aspect to it is uh, mental health it is something that i am very pleased to see that is, uh, there are so many initiatives now that are being actioned in terms of uh, mental health um I must tell you, oftentimes it is more directed towards the employees and not the leadership uh, level. So we need to certainly uh, be more vocal about that. Leaders are under extreme pressure, extreme, uh, extreme responsibility. And that just adds up to the, to the fact that there isn't much space, many more avenues to open up and have support. Hence, feminine leaders provides uh, not only women, men too, with just that. Mm-hmm. These are some warning signs. Uh, but I've got to tell you, I mean, what do you do behind the closed doors? Are you just numbing your pain with different stimulants, uh, alcohol, all distractions like screen, whatever else? Do you feel that sense of disconnect? Are you mm-hmm. noticing that people around you are disconnected? Are, are people withdrawn? So watch for those signs because they are very telling. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a good list. Awesome. I really, really love this. Um, so with that in mind, what is one actionable tip that you could share for, for listeners to say, okay, this is the first step. That's the first thing to do now that I realize hmm, maybe I am a little bit of out of alignment or maybe I do not commit to myself first. Great question, Ramona. See, everything in our reality is very subjective. Whatever is in your reality, whatever you see, whatever you experience is just yours. Mm -hmm. Whatever I experience is just mine. Because what I see right now, what I experience and what I have in my reality, I've created. And it is only built on my perceptions. Mm -hmm. So the relationships that I have, including with my commitment, is very subjective too. Mm -hmm. A lot of women uh, do not realize the severity of their lack of commitment, prioritizing themselves, etc. So the best thing I could, the very first step I would encourage you to do, and this is something again that I had to learn the hard way, mm-hmm. but when I did, it changed my game. And it's something that I teach all of my clients to do too, is find your alliances and ask for support mm-hmm. because you are a human being. And whether you are running a multi-billion company, multi-billion dollar company, or you are just uh, running one person's business, or you are working for another organization, you are a human being who is not supposed to handling all world problems on their own. Yeah. You meant to 
be in a pack. You meant to share your experiences. You meant to have a sounding board. You meant to have somebody, not just people who go, you're amazing, you do great, people just give you praise. You need to have a sounding board who will give you constructive criticism, feedback, and help you and facilitate you moving in a very productive space and direction. Yeah. Oh gosh, couldn't agree more. Um, so, so look for those support. So th- that support network that could be, right. It could be neighbors, could be family, could be friends, it could be coaches. And I think that idea of, yeah, we all need a coach to help us and it, not need, but we'll get so much further and evolve so much faster if we have someone else who can reflect back on what we're doing and how we're showing up and some of the patterns and beliefs that might be running the show or even point out saying like, listen, this is the commitment that you made and that you shared with me. And then here is your action. What's, what's happening. Let's figure this out. And then let's identify the ways that we're out of alignment um, to the work that you do is so powerful. Thank you. And I do want to say that, you know, coaches can elevate and advance and accelerate that and are often a catalyst. But even if you're not in a position where you can work with a coach, asking for help and engaging in conversations like this and going deeper and taking on the help from other people, um, wonderful first step. Good. So I want to have, uh, I want to ask you one final question, which is the question of which question should I have asked you um, that I didn't during this conversation? That's a fabulous question. Do you know what? Nobody has ever asked me this question before. <laughs> okay. fab- the first. <laughs> fabulous. You know, the most, the most powerful question that Um, you could have asked and we could have discussed was the question of really why so many women beyond the commitment feel like they are um, incapable for asking for support Mm -hmm. why so many women in especially in leadership struggle with the sense of loneliness isolation Mm-hmm. Why do we feel like that sense of leadership and the responsibility puts us in, in that box called lonely? Yeah. I should know it all. And it was, or, yeah, I love it. What's your answer to that? Partially we answered uh, in the last question. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm going to emphasize one thing. And that is that especially when you are in the leadership role, mm-hmm. want to find those alliances and support that will get you and understand you. Because the only reason why you feel like you cannot ask for support, it is your own belief. And maybe that belief is deeply seated in your unconscious mind, where you're not allowing yourself ask for support because you might fear that this will be perceived as weakness. That you might think that it will be perceived as lack of confidence, lack of certainty, that yeah. the people around you will, 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 will indulge themselves in fear if they notice that you don't have it all together. But that belief on its own is debilitating and people yeah. do not expect you to be perfect People expect you to be a human being. And if you must ask for help and open up, just do so because that will change your game. 
Yeah. And they feel the same way. I know, right? It's with all those things. We, we are humans. And so they will likely share back and how they're feeling. And that can feel so empowering to realize that you're not alone. That's right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ella. Um, so for people to want to learn more about your work and what you do and sort of follow you along, where should they, what should they do next? Just find me on LinkedIn. That's my main platform where I hang out. Uh, or you can contact me directly on my email, hello at feminineleaders.co or just check out my website, www.feminineleaders.co. Awesome. Thank you so much. We will link all those in the show notes. So check that out. Um, I, Ella, thanks so much for being on today on your Saturday morning, sharing your story with us and, and talking through what commitment looks like and the results or the implications if we don't take those small steps and those small commitments serious because they have the, the ripple effect that it will create and, and uh, misalignment that can come out of this is really, really significant. Thanks for all the good work that you do. You are an inspiration and I'm so glad we crossed path and we're able to record this podcast episode together. Thank you, Ella. Thank you so much for having me and I really respect you and appreciate you, Ramona. Just keep doing what you're doing. We need it. Thank you. Same to you. If you love this show, then you love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at ramonashaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to ramonashaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.